0: Welcome to Rock Shop Talk. Our show talks best practices, fun anecdotes, and the latest cutting edge technology in our field to kick your printing gears in a hyperdrive. Today's episode, we reunite together with Stakes Manufacturing. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be right back.
1: I want to welcome everybody back to Rock Shop Talk, your one stop rock shop where we talk all things screen printing. Today we are on location with Steaks Printing. Mr. Jet Sea. Steaks. Proud to be here. Happy hey. to be
2: here. Thanks for coming to visit again.
1: Absolutely. We love man. Avenue. Absolutely. I miss, I should have brought my t shirt though. You got, you got a pretty like, cool t shirt on like, your shelf. I guess it works. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're also joining this Merrill Caps. Back hey, hey. Ship. How's it going, Merrill?
0: fantastic uh, although it's starting to the weather's starting to turn and we all know how i feel about that although this first part is how like the only time i'm really excited about it because it's so freaking beautiful and then after that i can't i can't hang or deal with anything because i'm freezing all the time but uh you oh, know you have an got electric
1: to- clutter vest
0: I do. It 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 still stands to be the most responsible investment I've ever made, and best use of my money I've ever made. It saved my butt so many times. Here, <laughs> highly recommend you check them out. It's like a hundred bucks on Amazon. Oh my god! Uh, Today
1: we are talking unite together, right?
0: Yeah, we're reuniting together, even with stakes. Reuniting
1: is feeling good. I like right? that. And on location yeah. is even better. On right.
0: location, look at that. That's um, good. Want to give a couple Rock U.S. updates and then switch over to the talk of the day Uh, just to let everyone know listening that we have uh, Impressions Expo Fort Worth coming up and awesome show specials coming out. Actually, it's even pre-show specials, So even if you can't come. This is still good to go. So call in and join us for an awesome party with Made Lab and a bunch of partners at Rocktoberfest. So we'll see you in Texas. And also, we're uh, we're telling everybody about the Section 179 of the tax code. Ross, can you tell us some more about that and how that works and how it can work for people? And-
1: yeah absolutely section 179 um, have you ever taken advantage of section 179 buying equipment
2: i I don't know i'm sure that'd be my
1: business partner question but i'm curious (laughs) so section 179 is a great way to invest back into your business buying any sort of capital equipment or vehicles or anything you need um, to get a deduction on a percentage of whatever that purchase price was so basically you buy something this year get it installed, pay for it, obviously, get it installed before the end of the year, um, you can take about 20% of that purchase price directly off what you're going to owe the government. So if you're profitable this year, you buy something for 100 grand, basically, you get a $20,000 deduction straight off your taxes. Essentially, if you're owing money, making that equipment like 80000 you know simple math pur- purposes. But Can you
2: do it retroactively? Like if you yeah. bought equipment three months ago? You, as long as it's
1: bought and installed this year. You okay. And abandon. it's in
0: service by the end of the year. Up
1: to, for businesses this year, I believe it's up to $2 million. Okay. So you yeah. do up $2 million of purchases. You get about 20% of that back off of your taxes. Um, and it's just a good way to save money and grow your business at the same time for people that are you know thinking about buying equipment. They're like, ah, maybe I'll wait until right. next year you know if they're going to owe taxes a good time no, to that's take advantage of. yeah absolutely Okay. take advantage of our team let yeah. us know if you have questions and definitely talk to your CPA if you don't have a CPA and you have a business go get a CPA because you need one um, and they can help you with all of this great stuff that um, you should be taking advantage of. And I'm sure that's why my good friend Jed here doesn't know, because someone takes care of that for him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> We've got
0: a great cheat sheet that our partners, uh, finance partners at CAT, put together with us on, uh, at rock.us. So check that out. Let us know how we can help support that and make it easy for you. Uh, so thank you for that brief introduction, I want to turn it over to the talk of the day. Ross, why don't you introduce the idea? And um, I'd love to hear how this kind of was discovered in our last conversation, uh, Jed, a few weeks ago.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we definitely wanted to talk today about, you know, unite together, diversity and inclusion in the workplace. Jed has made it a, a lifelong mission Um You know at his company which is amazing to see every time i come here it's it's just it's amazing to see such a big place offering so many opportunities to so many people that may not have them otherwise um and jed uh approached me uh, about you know our company as well as some others getting involved and and some of the organizations that he's involved with so the goal today is really to get this information out there to you know, everyone listening, um, we're going to continue to talk about this at all the trade shows we've got panels set up and booths, and we'll talk about all that in this podcast too. So you can learn where to find more information, but, um, do you want to give a little bit of background just on, on you and stakes and yeah, and sort sure. of how you dove into, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, um, started stakes with my best friends since I was five years old. And, um, My brother has disabilities, and he's been like a brother to both me and my business partner, Vince Bartosi, our whole lives, of course. And uh, he got a job working in the mailroom of the Securities Exchange Commission 20 years ago, and it changed his life. He was able to gain independence, move out of my parents' house, pay his own bills, make work friends, find happiness, purpose, everything everybody wants, right? And absolutely, um, it really was life-changing, not just for him, but life-changing for our family, anybody who's got somebody with disabilities in your family, you, you spend your lifetime, you know, wondering what's going to happen after you die and are they going to be supported? Um, so independence is not only kind of top priority for the, the families, but it's also top priority for the individuals as well. So um, seeing sort of how it was such a life-changing thing really um, led us to go on, hey, how do we give other people this opportunity to change their lives? And um, when we started this mission, it was really focused on within the four walls of this building was creating opportunities for people with disabilities. Um, and really how that mission has evolved is now we're really looking at this to how do we change the entire print industry right? because uh, people with disabilities often get put into boxes and their' stigmas about why you can't hire them or how they you know mm-hmm. you don't have the resources or your managers can't handle it and what we're trying to do is educate the industry and help people understand that um, there's disability employment service providers, um, which uh, Ross alluded to that we've set them up in Florida to help get a program set up down there. Um, disability yeah. employment service providers are state funded. Um, they provide the ability to find candidates, screen candidates, hire candidates, help your team train the candidates, and then help train your managers too. Oh, wow. And again, there's no cost to the employer. So, you know, a lot of people out there, um are not opposed to inclusive hiring but they just don't know where to get started so what we're really mm-hmm. trying to do is kind of break down those barriers educate people um and also just help people along the way right to build programs right you know um and, and and make their first hire and i think um the story that you alluded to meryl which i think was uh 18 months ago i believe it was was the first time you came out here is that roughly yeah, about it somewhere like that. roughly yeah yeah so 18 months ago you came out here and um he told me a bit about the Unite movement mm-hmm. and inclusion, and organically in our last conversation, which we had no intention to even kind of go over it on on this show. I think on this show, right. on this show, yeah, yeah. Um, we actually got pretty deep about what we were doing, and you know, we always had a three phase plan. Right, year one, which was um, year one, which was three years ago, was hire people with disabilities, get started, get buy-in from our whole team. Year two mm-hmm. was really fine-tune that, scale it with the right disability employment service provider. And year three was to scream it from the mountaintop, say, hey, look at us as a case study. Look at the ROI. Look at the effectiveness of this. You know, everybody yeah. in the industry could do it. We saw when you guys came to visit, we were halfway through year two. Mm-hmm. So we had the first time I had ever even publicly spoke about disability inclusion was on this show no kidding. 18 months ago. That's crazy. I didn't That's even know awesome. that when we were so doing we it. We figured it out yeah. literally two weeks ago. <laughs> wow. I I'm like, wait a second. It's all started. Right. And, and really the beautiful thing about it was I made a lot of claims on the show too. Not just what, hey, explaining what we were doing, right. but saying, hey, mm-hmm. we're going to turn this into a movement and we're going to get other people involved. And just saying it out loud, which was always the plan, also added a level of accountability. So, you know, yeah. I'm grateful that you guys provided the platform you know, and then that kind of segued into hearing more about what you guys were doing with the Unite movement. And obviously I'm, I love that too, because inclusion is inclusion of everybody, right? right. You know, disabilities might for be sure. the one that I focus on the most, because I think it's sort of a unspoken for demographic and it's the, the largest minority in the country. But in general, you know, we, you walk around. Our was, facility. Was it's
1: interesting. Just doing the, like the tour, we had a tour today um, with, mm-hmm. with other folks that came in and you know i got we kind of stopped jets got a bunch of flags you know hanging up right when you walk into their building and you know he stopped there he's like this is where the tour starts and and basically you got to tell them about you know what your passion is but why it's it is such an underrepresented group of people when you think about diversity mm-hmm. and inclusion you know, it's not a necessarily a color on a flag or, or, you know, whatever the case may be. And so it was just cool, you know, putting that in perspective, because I don't think it's something That's that awesome. people immediately think of, right? You go straight right. to, you know, sexual orientation, religion, possibly race, right? Something like that when you think of these movements, but there is a huge community of people that, that need to be represented. So oh, yeah.
2: sure. all important. What we're yeah. trying to get across too, is that this is not charity. This is meaningful employment true Mm -hmm. roi to your business Mm -hmm. real kpis if you're doing this just to get the warm and fuzzies which i'm not saying there's not plenty of warm and fuzzies right there's not there's really nothing more rewarding in my mind right um but the warm and fuzzies are gonna be short-lived if there's gonna be longevity it has to be mutually beneficial it has to be real employment It has to be roi there has to be the employees have to be held to same standards you hold your other employees to right Maybe you train them a little bit differently in the onset, but at the end of the day, this has to be meaningful to your business and not just meaningful for the individual, but the impact that you're going to see on the sort of your managers becoming more empathetic and better managers, you know, Hmm. your your fellow employees actually feeling purpose when they come to work, right? And improving culture and retention. I mean, it's the, uh, we joke about it, it's the anti Amazon, right? You know, this is uh, (laughs) a, this is, there is real culture in this building and and a real cohesion in a place where you don't typically see it.
1: No. Hmm. I've been in, I've been in a lot of businesses in our industry and you feel it here. I mean, with everyone, you know, and that's definitely always the case. So, all right, we'll we'll be uh, right back to talk more uh, with Jed and Stakes about uh, his movements and Unite Together.
0: Congratulations to all of the six women recognized in this year's Women in Screen Printing Awards. Cheers for moving the needle in our industry with your outstanding and inspiring leadership and dedication to the craft. We are honored to support this part of your journey and we appreciate the opportunity to be your partner in print. Check out the latest issue of Screen Printing Magazine to read about the winners.
1: Want to welcome everybody back to Rock Shop Talk, your one-stop rock shop where we talk all things screen printing. Today, we are on location at Stakes Manufacturing joined again by Jed and uh, our good friend Merrill out at uh, home base at Rock. And we are talking about the Unite Together movement and diversity and inclusion in the workplace. Welcome back, everyone.
0: Thank you so much. Uh, welcome back from the break. Uh, Jed, stakes under your leadership just won an incredible honor. Uh, the Employer Award for AppSea 2022. What was the experience like? Uh, tell us a bit, a little bit about Apsi and and how people can get involved,
2: uh, what the award has meant to you, that kind of stuff. So saying it was under my leadership would be selling everybody else around this building short. So I just want to say, you know, this is a, <laughs> this has been a joint effort. Um, it was a shared vision between me and my business partner, uh, Vince Bartozi. You know, our general manager, Christopher Marin, has really helped lead the charge, and each and every employee and manager has been an influential part in what we're doing here. So. Um, The credit really goes to them. Um, So, yeah, so APSI is the the National Trade Organization for Disability Employment Service Providers. And what a lot of people don't know is disability employment service providers, um, they're state funded. They cost nothing to the employer and they will help you find candidates, screen them, help you onboard them, help you train them, also help you train your managers and your staff. Um, and, and again, it's it's no cost to the employer. So APSI is the national organization for all the disability employment service providers. And as you mentioned, in May, um, we got awarded the National Employer of the Year, wow. which was pretty incredible. Um, and it was still awesome. kind of a genuine, beautiful moment for me because, you know, what actually really inspired me to get into uh, disability inclusion in the workforce was in 2017, um, my brother, I, I told you, he works at, at the mailroom at the Securities Exchange Commission. Um, the, organiz- the disability employment service provider that works with him is an organization, SEEC, that's S-E-E-C. Um, I sit on the board of directors for them. Uh, but how that all started was in 2017, my brother won the uh, employer, excuse me, employee of the year out of 400 different employees. Um, so I went to his award ceremony. They asked me to give an impromptu speech. People started crying at the end of the speech. They asked me to join the Business Advisory Council. And then uh, a year or so later, they asked me to join the Board of Directors. And that's really where I learned everything I know about this model, right? And, and how I was able to kind of help strategize with our team to build it out here and how we're helping other organizations like Rock and other folks kind of build programs at, at, their, at their own organizations. And so then you fast forward five years later my brother got to be in San Diego with me for me to accept this award on behalf of stakes. So, you know, I went from being there and wow. him getting employee of the year to him being there to see us get an employer of the year. And it kind of, it's just one of those kind of beautiful moments in life where things come kind of full circle. And, uh, you know, Amazing. my brother's always been my inspiration. So for him to be able to share in that moment and me to give him a shout out while I'm giving a speech and for him to yeah. know that, He's my inspiration and my hero. And, and, and um, it was really cool. It was a really cool experience. And the, the other beautiful thing that came out of it was I didn't have a real relationship with Apsey prior to that. But after we won, I said, oh my God, I know that the biggest challenge we had as an organization was finding a disability employment service provider in our area. Mm-hmm. Not a, they're not all created equally, right? Some are better than others. Sure. Some you know, are more attentive than others. So we had some challenges there. And you know, as we were trying to get this message out to create an industry-wide movement, I knew that other people were going to run into those same challenges. So I wanted to make sure that when somebody called me and said, how do I get started? I could connect them with the right person. And I know people in Ohio. I know people where I live in Maryland and DC, but I don't know mm-hmm. people in Kansas or you know the rest of the country. Sure. So I um, partnered with the executive director of APSE, a wonderful lady named Julie Christensen, and what we've been doing is anybody that reaches out, we schedule a call with her. She goes through um, kind of a little bit of an assessment and then helps to connect them with a local disability employment service provider that she's vetted, knows them. So it's not some sort of cold introduction. Mm, We're also cool. making sure you're going to one of the ones that are you know most effective and efficient at what they do. Um, and we've actually gone through that process well, we, with we Russ. Just so went you it. Yeah, you I mean, should tell him about it.
1: It, it was. Yeah, what's uh, happening there? It was so. Uh, this all started, and and uh, through you know Jed and I's conversations, and I'm like, you know, hey, I want to get on board, and and Jed's like, awesome, and he sends me this list of resources and email, and when I opened it, I'm like, huh, <laughs> all right, where do I start clicking around? Because I mean, there was a lot there, right? And it is daunting. I mean, as an employer, thinking like, okay here's this list and say, so, you know, call them up. And, and he's like, let's just get a meeting set up. Um, with Julie, right? Yeah. Yeah. With Julie. Um, so he set up a, a, a zoom call and uh, we got on the phone. She was amazing. And, you know, she was able to answer a lot of, you know, my questions about the process, how things work. And then again, you know, we probably talked for 30 minutes. She learned about our company. I learned a little bit more about the organization and she's like this all sounds great um how do i connect you with you know some folks in florida where our facility is um you know to to get connected and she set me up with three different organizations and i had some phone calls with those three and then we kind of landed on one that seemed like a really good culture fit from the organization and our business Um, and happenstance timing wise uh, i ended up having a director's meeting in florida um, like a week after I talked to them on the phone. So I set up a site visit um, with, with you know, when we were all out there and they came, they walked through the building. We talked a lot about, you know, what jobs we have available or, you know, even tasks because some of it's multifaceted where you can have people working in, you know, a few different areas. And um, he, uh, the guy that came, his name was Bob. He He was stoked about all the work and you could see his mind running the whole time. He's like, Oh yeah, I got a perfect person for this, and yeah. I've got a perfect person for this. And um, really passionate. Yeah, it was amazing. And um, it's interesting too because his brother has disabilities as well, and that's actually what got him into you know the employment side of things. So it's really neat to see everyone's passion kind of from their own personal experiences come out in this. And um, he spent, you know, 30, 45 minutes with us sent me, a, an MOU and, um, we got started and it was a really simple process. We're doing what's called on the job training and, um, the place that we're working with there, um, it's called employee you. So, and there's actually employees all over the country. So that was one that, the Julie had recommended and, um, what on the job training is to get started is, you know, they find a, a, a great pairing for the company and the jobs that we had available, um, they come out with them. So Bob who met with us is actually going to be the, the the job coach. coach And, and um, so he'll come learn, teach them. And it's like a, I believe a 14 week program and the state pays their wages, um, obviously pays for employee services to come out and do the training and do everything like that. So, which was surprising to me, right? I mean, normally you think, okay, giving a job to someone, you just, you interview and, you know, you hire mm-hmm. them. This is a way to make sure that, you know, you've got a culture fit, that your management's ready, that the person that's coming in is, you know, enjoying the job and it's something that they want to do. So it's kind of like a, an elongated, you know, working interview, I guess you'd call it. Um, and, you know, our hope is to hire someone that's a great fit full time and 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 bring them into to our facility. So it was a really easy process. Though. Surprisingly easy with the introductions that Jed's able to <laughs> I think <laughs> I would have been lost on the internet on my own. but Well, I think
2: getting your feedback, you were one of the first people to reach out. So I was super appreciative of that. And you know, getting your feedback, I realized more and more how daunting it was of giving all this information. And it's really, step one is really just finding that employment service provider yeah. because they really hold your hand through it. And while you describe the program you have, I think the thing that everybody needs to know is it's nothing is one size fits all here, right? They had a ton mm-hmm. of You've know, got folks yeah. that you just hire directly and then they just start working. We've got folks that go through a school to work transition programs kind of similar to what you're, what you're well, doing. They have that too with Sweet. high school
1: students and right, stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking into that as well. So, actually. I, so, yeah.
2: so really, you know, when I, I don't want people to think that you have to either create a transition program or have as many people on staff as we do, you literally could have one part-time position that has an opening and start there. And maybe that's as far as you go, but you will change mm. an individual's life just by hiring them for that part-time. And again, Each state is different. The supports from each organization are different. No different than when you go to multiple different hiring agencies. Some are just better than others. Um, So, you know, but finding that right service provider, and that's kind of was sort of an inflection point where we were like, you know, I had sent out a a slew of those long emails. And I was like, this is just making it too daunting on people. Like, we really just need to get them to the right person. Because once they get to the local level person, that person's going to come. They're going to look at your business. They're going to get to know your business. Then you're not Mm -hmm. talking to this macro, you know, it's, it's, it's very defined to your business, your needs. And again, the other thing is, is you don't need to know what position you're hiring for. Right. I think all too often people go, Oh, well, I don't have a position for it. Well, wipe that out. Just make Mm -hmm. a list of all the entry-level positions and also don't pigeonhole those positions. Right. We've got folks. I always tell the story of Rachel because she's, I I love the story where she started working with us. She has cerebral palsy. Um, she was folding t-shirts for us. And two weeks in, I sat down at lunch with her and it turns out she has a degree in cybersecurity. So obviously we weren't taking advantage of her abilities, right? right? And I think that's the key. As, as leaders, we got to focus on people's abilities and cultivate them. So you know, you've got a person that works for us with disabilities who so you might pigeonhole into thinking that they've got to pick shirts or ship or do any of these things she's doing all of our warehouse audits. She's doing all of our client service reports. I mean, she's doing stuff on the computer. I can't imagine doing myself. Right. So
0: good point. Totally uh, mutual benefit.
2: So like, again, you don't even have to have an opening today. It's about starting a relationship with the local provider so that you know who you're working with. And when those openings come up, you can have somebody that's ready to go there and you have a standing relationship and working with them. And we're more than happy to help whoever. So please reach out to me directly, reach out to Ross or Merrill. They'll refer you over to me. I will set you up with APSI so that we can get you in touch with a local service provider. And then you can start your own journey. And again, it can start as simple as a part-time job.
1: Yep. And that's kind of what we laid out. So it was interesting, you know, from my experience, we had all of these different jobs. I don't want to call it like uh, an actual like position, But there's all these different things. We do cycle counts. We do, right? There's all these things that need to be done that right now are split between, you know, random people. There's probably a position within that. And so we started with that list. And that's basically what, when the employee came out, it's like, here are all of these different things that we need done. And so they're helping fit that person to really help us actually create a position, which I think is nice. So I I like Mm -hmm. that point. It's like, you don't have to have an opening for, right whatever a t-shirt folder or you know in our case so you know cycle counter or whatever the case may be it's like you have all these different things you need to get done they try to find you the right right people
2: you're really sharp that you kind of already saw that right because that's one of the things that some of these service providers will do is like all right well you don't have a full-time position maybe you don't even have like a a full part-time position right but hey, what are the things that you can take off of other people's plates right. to create? Sure, food. All has to get done in a single day. Yep. And then you get these guys to do it who are going to crush it for you. But then your other folks have more time to focus on what they're doing. Right. It's opportunity costs, right? Exactly.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And, and even when things arise for them, I also like it feeds both sides of it. Um, it's constantly mutually beneficial. And I think that's also an often missed part of it.
1: One of the things that Jed said earlier today in a different conversation that really just sticks out in my mind, we, he, we broached on it in here, right? Which is, you know, you're creating a position for someone who might not have otherwise have it, right? And what that does for that person, I mean, we don't even, we don't feel we can see, but I mean, it's a big thing. It's fulfilling, you know, just like you tell the story of your brother, right? I mean, it, it got him out of the house and and gave him something he loves doing, a sense of purpose. And I think that that's the, the biggest word, right, is the sense of purpose. that may not have existed before. And it's interesting to me what people don't think because of the fear, right of like getting into this that that sense of purpose is what's creating you know that amazing team member that's going to be the one that actually shows up every day that works possibly harder than you know 90 percent of other people that you could have hired because it's almost like you're creating the culture within that one person by giving that Mm -hmm. purpose and i think that's the one thing everyone listening and and that gets into this is needs to realize is you're going to have that like you know, ride or die, like team member, because you're, you're giving them that opportunity, you know, Mm -hmm. I think it's huge.
2: Yeah. And you you hit the nail on the head. You're literally going to be some of your best employees. You know, I don't, employees that love the job and come to work with a smile every day are few and far between. Absolutely. Employees that are, have the type of gratitude that you see from these individuals. It's incredible. So, you know, when we're in a time where, employee retention is one of the biggest challenges to every business across all industries. These are employees like my brother's been at his job for 20 years. When they shut down for a week, when the government was on furlough, he was upset. He wanted to go <laughs> yeah, to work, yep. right? Like who, who else is like that? And well, then you, most
1: resumes I'm getting, like we're hiring for a couple of positions right now. And it's you know the job experience when you're going through these things. It's four months here, eight months here, two months there. And it's like definitely not a lot of commitments being made in today's job market it is hard to find someone that's you can feel like is okay you're gonna because it costs a lot of money spend Mm -hmm. a lot of money to train someone get them in get them up and to just see someone walk out a door four months later
2: well that's Mm -hmm. what you you hit another nail on the head there too it's like you know when you train an employee with disabilities it could be just training just like any other employee but maybe it does take an extra week or two to train them because you're doing some specialized training but if that employee is going to be with you for years. And you're not having to rehire for that position every six to eighteen. Already, yeah, part like, of the family, right? The benefit is huge there, and 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 it's also culturally it's contagious, right? You have you, to work around other people who love coming to work and bring a positive attitude yeah. is contagious. Yeah. We have employees that tell us when they're having a bad day; they just go talk to one of the employees or just you know just remind themselves, right? It also gives the people around them a sense of purpose, right? We had. Uh, our manager for our warehouse, which is, you know, one of the places we started with um, the program, said this is the first step job he's ever felt a purpose at, right? Like, you know, prior to setting up this program, he was just coming to a place where we were printing and shipping T-shirts. And at the end of the day, T-shirts aren't curing cancer or, or solving no, right. wor- world hunger, right? But if you can come here and you feel like you're making a change in people's lives and all the people around them start learning empathy and teamwork because mm-hmm. it brings mm-hmm. people together in a unified way that you never see without it. We've also seen improve other people's KPIs, right? Like when you have a a person with disabilities and so many challenges working against them, making life harder for them, yet they're kicking your butt in performance, or even if they're not kicking your butt, but you just see them working their butt off, it's Mm -hmm. really lazy when you see that type of motivation, that type of drive. So, it is it is truly a cultural impact from top to bottom in the organization. And again, it's some of your best employees. Our third best employee in our warehouse out of 50 is a graduate from our school to work training program. And that's just based on the speed and accuracy. That's awesome. So and that's just one of many stories, right? You know, my brother, I think, is probably the best employee you could have. Like, I wish he worked for us. Um <laughs> So yeah and, and, and it's exciting to see other people kind of taking notice and this movement is it's starting to move and, and, and Ross, you've been really supportive not just doing it in your own organization but driving sort of the whole unite together movement um, and, and I think that that's a really great thing for an industry that let's just say I don't I don't think we're a trailblazer in inclusion we're a little bit behind the times yeah. um, but I don't think it's because people are against it. I think people just need a little nudge and a little education and Absolutely. a little help sometimes.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, um, well, I love that topic. You want to pause there? and?
1: Yeah, talk, I was going to say, let's take a, a quick uh, commercial break. And when we come back, uh, dive a little bit more in, in what's upcoming, I think would be awesome to, to talk about a little bit. And uh, yeah. we'll go from there. So we'll be right back.
0: Why are you here to unite? Record a selfie video up to 20 seconds telling us why you're here to unite. To be included in an industry collective video collage, be sure to include your name, your company name, and where you're located. Show your solidarity and submit your video answer to uniteTogether.us. That's unite together. Unite, understand new ideas through empathy.
1: Want to welcome everybody back to Rock Shop Talk, your one-stop rock shop where we talk all things screen printing. Today, we are live on location at Stakes Manufacturing. Here with Jed. We got Meryl back at Home Base. And today we are talking about Unite Together and diversity and inclusion and hiring in the workplace. Welcome back, everyone.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you, Jed, again. This is so cool that we're doing this not long since we first did this and make and so much has happened since. So cheers to that. And maybe we continue to do that. Uh, yeah. I would love to get some yeah, final the, thoughts on, yeah, go ahead. Ross, oh, start. I was
1: going to say, I was going to uh, kind of share a little bit what's been happening in the Unite <laughs> Together movement. Uh, mm-hmm. We uh, have been meeting, we've actually established a board, which is exciting. Um, we've completely broken it off into its own uh, URL. We're currently working on creating a nonprofit, which is in the works right now with that board. So it will be its own entity. Um you know, out here to spread the word on diversity and inclusion and 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 you know hiring and resources and really providing that push of information to people in our industry that you know need help, want to know where to turn, Mm -hmm. how how do they even go about starting this? Which I think a lot of companies, that's the biggest thing. It's like where do I start? You know, and just having that nudge you know, coming from a bunch of folks that, that are doing it and living it, you know, is is really the goal and the mission of um, Unite Together. And we're going to be, we've got a booth space uh, coming up and, and Fort, we'll be at the Fort Worth Trade Show. Uh, ISI, uh, Impressions, excuse me. I get confused. They change their name every like three years. So <laughs> um, uh, Impressions, uh, will be at Fort Worth. Uh, Unite Together, we'll have a booth there. There'll be representatives. Number
0: 122.
1: One twenty two. Okay. Um, we'll have some literature. We'll just be there to talk to people, create a safe space. If you're listening to this, you're going to be at the show, you want to come talk to us about hiring or just what the mission's about, or you want to join and, and be a part of what we're doing, um, please come by and, and, and chat with the folks that are there. And then we've got a big space at... Um, Printing United coming up in October. I'm traveling so much. I actually have to think about these things right now Um, (laughs) in Las Vegas. Uh, We're going to have a big booth presence there. Uh, Jed's going to be there. Um, Our team, obviously, and actually everyone on the board uh, of Unite Together will be represented I'm um, there and we've got some cool, you've got a cool speaking uh, thing going on too.
2: Well, you're a part of it, so. I'm I mean, on the panel, so but it's, it's your, <laughs> <laughs> all right,
1: fair enough.
0: Um, What's but, happening, tell us about that.
2: Yeah, yeah, so uh, I'm gonna be leading a panel on the print industry unites around disability inclusion. And, you know, the panel is gonna be a bunch of industry leaders, so Ross, and um, uh, you're gonna have the president of Corny, you're gonna have the founder of Lane7, You're gonna have the founder of Ryanette. You're gonna have the uh, executive vice president of Lawson. And, you know, all those different organizations are in different parts of their journey, right? Rock just started. Mm -hmm. Corny we're working with just now to start a program. Lawson already had individuals with disability, but didn't have a disability employment service provider to help support it. So we're helping build on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ryanette has had a program with a couple of individuals. for, for years, and, and Ryan's been really active in kind of helping me. We talked earlier in this about kind of jobs and jobs, job fits. So, we're actively building a list of sort of every job at our organization, every job at his organization that they've had people with disabilities work. So, we can continue oh, to cool. build case studies to help, you know, nice. keep people of mind to seeing sort of the, the spectrum of, of, of availability. Um, yeah. You know, and, and the beautiful thing about this panel is. You know, everybody's at a different stage with either having a program or getting a program set up. And um, some of them are some of those people are obviously competitors on any other day or any other hour. <laughs> but the fact that we're all coming together and saying, hey, you know, we can put that aside for a second and just look at sort of the, the, the value and the mission and and the goal of creating a more inclusive print industry. And 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 the value that it brings to the individual company, right? Like, Again, yep. this isn't just getting isn't all everyone. the movement to get the warm and fuzzies. This is to make your business better, make your retention better, your culture better, your employee experience better, right? So it's a beautiful thing to kind of bring all these people together on stage to kind of talk about why they got involved, yeah. how they're doing it, and the goal really is to inspire the rest of the industry. And while we have a lot of heavy hitters from large organizations, I also want to make it clear, we're working with a ton of small screen printers, some that mm-hmm. even only have one employee or a yep. few employees, right? Uh, just actually talked to a screen printer a couple of weeks ago, um, all quality graphics, give, give the shout out, shout out right? Oh, yeah. So talk to them and, you know, yeah, Jessica. Going, hey, we've actually got an employee who's got a sibling with disabilities that we've been talking about trying to hire, but we don't know where to get started. So it was like, ah, oh, perfect. We'll get you set up with a, you know, a local disability employment service provider to help support that so that you can make sure that we're setting you up for success." That's and awesome. The goal of this panel is really to just show the industry and educate the industry on how they can do it themselves, but also show the incredible impact and change we've made in just has been a six, short time. Yeah. 5-6 months yeah. since we kind of started mm-hmm. talking about this. Um, and really show people that it doesn't matter if you're a large organization that's publicly traded down to you know just a couple of employees, <clears throat> you can build a program, and even if that's just one person but part-time, and it's really cool to kind of get such smart leaders in this industry, you know, collaborating and coming together on this. it's I think it's a rare thing that you see that and uh, it's
1: tearing down walls, which is good to see. Mm-hmm. It's like for such a good cause to start. Yeah. To- break that down so people can feel like they can talk to each other. I mean, while we may compete, yeah. right? I mean, we all need to help each other too. We're all humans in this world trying to get to the next level and whatever our business is. And there's so much knowledge that can be shared yeah. throughout without giving away all your secrets and all your stuff, but at least being able to, you know, be friendly and, and talk and help each other. Not only with this, but just with business in general, right? It's such a special thing. I know every time me and you get to hang out and chat about business in the world and and you know diversity, equity, inclusion, all these different topics, it's like I learn something. I always take away something, and there's so many other people, and I just love that the walls are are starting to to come down because they've been up for a, far too long in this industry. Yeah, and we're also looking to make this a case study, right? We we want yeah. we want the
2: print industry to go from sort of behind the times on inclusion to being a trailblazer and a leader. Lead it. And mm-hmm. to show how we did it in not this crazy, you know, decade long time so that we yeah. can create a study to go, hey, look what we've done in the print industry. Now, how do we do it in your industry? Right. Right. Because that's, exactly. we're, we're, our focus is really on the print industry because that's our lives and right. that's where we're entrenched. That's what we do. Um, but after we've kind of proven concept, no different than after we proved concept in these four doors, we wanted to take it to the whole yeah. print industry. Yeah. Once we make the movement in the print industry, we're going to create the movement in, in every other industry because this yeah. is this is that important. You're talking about the largest minority in America one to four or one to five Americans have disabilities right now, so it's a totally underserviced population. And we're all talking about struggling hiring right now. So let's provide people the resources yeah. and the tools to make these programs successful and absolutely long term. What yeah, are absolutely. some,
1: uh, some resources that we could uh, throw out now? I know we've talked about a few ASPE. um, Do you have like some specific yeah, like so. URLs or information people can go on and Google?
2: Absolutely. So look, there's a ton of folks out there. So it's not isolated to the three suggestions I'm going to give you. Um, and if you're overwhelmed by even having all three suggestions, again, please don't hesitate to reach out to me, Ross. Any of us. Yeah. Any of us will, will, will connect you. Um But the ones that I always suggest are APSI, which we've talked about quite a bit, you know, the National Trade Organization for Disability Employment Service Providers. Um, Also, um, your state vocational rehabilitation office. So every state has a vocational rehabilitation office. Some of them call them different things, um, but they and different states provide different levels of service. And just with the hiring agencies, some are more successful and more efficient right. than others, right? But you can reach out to your right. state personal rehabilitation office. Some of them already provide services themselves internally. And if they don't provide those services, they can refer you to a local uh, disability employment service provider. So that's that's another great one. And then the third one that I like to refer people to is the ARC. Um, and um, the ARC is a national organization. Um it really started early on being focused on sort of mental retardation. Uh, obviously, it's evolved um, and it's really just focused on all things disabilities and really helping people with intellectual and developmental disabilities in all walks of life. And there's chapters of the ARC in almost every major city. Some of the chapters provide employment services and the other ones will just refer you to somebody locally. So, you know, if you don't feel comfortable reaching out to me or to Ross or any of us, please just... Yeah, you know, th- those are some other channels you could do. apps you can reach at APSE.org. The ARC would be the ARC, A-R-C, dot org. Um, And then your vocational rehabilitation office in your state. Just Google, you know, whatever your state is, vocational rehabilitation office. It'll take you right there and make a couple calls and they'll put you in, in the right spot.
1: And if someone wants to email you directly or reach out to you directly. Jed, at
2: StakesMFG. That, and
1: that's, that's easy. And that's sc. That's K-E-S,
2: stakes, FFG.com.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Right
2: on. Well, I, yeah, I want to
0: be able to tell the audience real quick. Uh, when you come to the booth for, for Unite Together, also you should know that Unite Together is an acronym that stands for Understand New Ideas Through Empathy. So there, it, it's across every, the entire pl- pl- uh, uh, spectrum of issues. It covers all, all that. and in, And definitely what you said, Jed, uh, speaks to this within the apparel industry and beyond we're definitely starting here but this is definitely not where it's ending so come and get your sticker uh, go to unite we'll include all of the resources Jed has mentioned as well as a whole bunch of other resources uh, as we have them now and it's an ongoing uh, ever ever growing ever evolving page So come back join in uh, check back frequently and join the conversation so we can continue to elevate this entire thing we're doing
2: yeah and get and get involved in any capacity right you know don't, yeah. don't don't be intimidated and feel like you you know you want to get involved whether it's disabilities or getting involved with unite together or but all the above like don't put pressure on yourself to have to do so much like just come yep. check it out see yep. if it's something you want to be a part of and you know we're, it makes we're, sense for we're, you we're, cool we're know yeah. it you know so and there's and there's like-minded people that are there to support you and uh, if anything you make some new friends and uh which is awesome yeah
1: yeah absolutely that. cool well jed i want to thank you for having me back again It was a short visit but i uh, appreciate it thanks for joining us here on the show uh meryl as always uh thank you, thank you. for uh emceeing djing editing and being <laughs> uh, the all-around uh marketing guru that you are and everyone that's listening thanks for joining us here today um, come join us at the shows reach out anything you need we're we're here to help um, at any capacity that we can and uh, continue to uh, press One on thing. and Meryl... sorry to interrupt
0: you it's very important that they know this Let's do it. unite together is not rock specific it's not stake specific it Correct. is across the industry specific so Everyone is welcome here. We encourage that. Uh, By no means are we selling anything aside from coming together and supporting each other.
1: We're just sharing knowledge. And that's a great point to point out. There's actually competitors, uh, direct competitors of Rock, that sit on the board of uh, Unite Together. So this is not, yeah, in any way, it's a collective. And the more people we get to be a part of it, the more of a collective it becomes and and the more we get to learn and, and share together. So um appreciate yeah. you putting that out well with that sorry for uh, the false
0: end. go for it hey it's all good man we <laughs> can
1: we can we can yeah. retake the end but uh <laughs> thank you all for listening and uh continue to press onward and uh rock on
0: rock on thanks all tremendous thanks to jed seaford for joining us today As always, thank you for spending time with us this week, and thank you for the opportunity to be your partner in print. Tune in at your convenience wherever you listen to your podcast by searching Rock Shop Talk. If you found today's episode helpful, please recommend it to a friend who you think may find it helpful as well. Please like, share, and subscribe on social media. And until next time, printers, press onward.